touch it? Did you get it? Okay. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to The Deep Drop. We're back for another episode. I'm Luke McCredden and Adam Ring is with me as always and adds, I'm sorry to pry you away from your uh, your music player there because I, I saw you were just cranking out some tunes. Can I guess what playlist that was? Uh, Luke, as we record this, I'm sitting in a hotel room in Marimbula. Nice. And I listened, and I listened to that playlist the whole way. <laughs> I would have looked like, if you pulled up next to me, I would have looked like the biggest penis, rocking out in the car, just belting out tunes. We're Everything talk- from Pearl Jam to yeah. Limbicky, Corn. Yeah. There's Grinspoon on there. Like, come on. We're talking, of course, about the deep drop fishing tunes. So while you're on Spotify following the podcast, you can jump on now and follow this playlist that we've put together. And a number of episodes ago, we spoke about pumping tunes on the boat and so forth ads. And we thought we're going to put together a playlist that we would like to pump out there and do you know what i was excited about the addition this week or recently of uh, a bit of white zombie yes <laughs> i love that and i think that was off the back of a recommendation from uh, someone out there on instagram land so thank you so much well, and please please send us your recommendations if there's some tunes on there we've missed let us know hey, we're, we're updating constantly yeah. and it's funny you mention white zombie because <laughs> More human than human came on. I'm like, I haven't heard this in ages. Like, oh, <laughs> I was so genuinely excited. It's a cracking road trip playlist as well, by the way. Look, so heads up, it's is- not for everyone. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is. Okay, it is. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, we've got a show to do, but don't forget to follow those playlists on Spotify. Also, jump on Instagram, the Deep Chop. Follow us there. Tell us your thoughts on everything we talk about on this podcast, and if you want to add a song to the playlist you can tell us there as well but ads i reckon we get into it mate let's do it are you embarrassed to buy catchable fish from the market luke it's an easy one for me i'm not <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. For a couple of reasons, I must say that I don't buy a lot of fish from the market mm. because when I see whiting fillets and flatty tails pushing hundred bucks a kilo, oh not interested. God. Oh my god, what the hell is that about? <laughs> not interested. Jesus, not interested. No. But if I if I did have to, no, I'm I'm not. I would prefer to go and catch it myself. Mm. Um, but the reason I'm not embarrassed is the reason why fishing is the best hobby. Or the best sport, Olympic sport, if you mm, will. Thank you. Because it's never easy. No. So I, I could plan to go, all right, I'm going to go and get a dozen whiting for the freezer, get a couple of calamari on the way back in, and maybe pick up a couple of flatties as well. And I'm done for a month as far as having fish in the freezer. Perfect tide, perfect wind, perfect conditions. Get out there, one whiting, no squid, and. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, maybe maybe I'll go for I'll go offshore for a tuna fish, and it blows up a little bit. You sit inside, catch as many whiting as you want, yeah. when you're not prepared to <laughs> look after them. Yeah. So that's why I'm not embarrassed to buy it. 
like I said, admittedly, I don't buy a lot of fish from the market, but mm. it doesn't bother me if I have to. You might be thinking out there, well, what do you mean catchable fish? Every fish is catchable. Correct. But I think the reference here is about what's catchable for yourself in, in your area and you're capable of doing, but you just don't do it and you go and buy it. Yep. I think I'd be, I don't think I'm comfortable buying a flathead or whiting despite the, the price ads. I've got them on my doorstep. If I have to go buy them, there's something, I, I'd just have to take a long, hard look at myself in the mirror. Yeah, um, we're not eating fish tonight. <laughs> and look, I, I will say, more than happy to buy things like scallops because um, I'm not diving in the water and getting those. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> so I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think a little bit, but but with things like, shellfish and that sort of thing and yeah absolutely i'm happy to buy them but uh i don't know there's something like there's a bit of pride isn't there that you lose if you walk up to the counter at a market or something and say i'll just have a no pride some flatty tails thanks <laughs> and they look at you and go don't you fish and you're like oh, <laughs> uh, not today they're out of season <laughs> <laughs> the price is unbelievable at what is going oh. on there yeah, I don't know. Something's going on there that's uh, pushing the price right Oof. up. But I, I'm, I do love the uh, the mislabeled fish at a fish market. I love the mislabeled fish. I love it. And the it. best the best ones ever when they advertise they've got Spanish mackerel and it's like school mackerel or spotty mackerel. Or a, clearly, like or a, a snapper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favourite things to, to do is to walk past a fish, you know, a fish shop, and just have a look at the labels and go, "Oh, Jesus." That's not what it says it well, is. <laughs> well, that's I, I love doing that like when I've got the kids with me. You can sort of, it's like a, like a little flex in front of the kids and they've got no idea what you're talking about. You look at it and go, that's not, that's not Spanish mackerel. That's not a snapper. They don't care. <laughs> and they go, Dad, leave the man alone. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> what about, do you, ever, do you ever have a look in those ice trays sometimes and think like legitimately that cannot be size? I don't want. I don't want to get you know technical or legal about this, but way too often. My God, like it, the, it's and it's always. I always find that suspect in the silver trevally section. <laughs> you'll see a few trevally there, and you're like, "Oh, I'd have to yeah. return that if I caught that." Yeah, is, is there? And I'm genuinely asking. There's not different size limits for commercial fishes, is there? I don't know actually. Because I just, I've, there's often been times where I've walked past one of those shops and felt uncomfortable about the size you, of some of those fish. Yeah. <laughs> well, they. That's a yeah. That's a good question. Mm. Oh, someone out there might know. If you do know, give us some insight. Because, well, firstly, I know we're getting off the the main question a bit, but if anyone out there out, out there has had this experience and seen some fish and the questions, there. Uh, the legitimacy as far as size goes, and 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 what they're called on the label, maybe let us know. I'd love to, I'd love to find out some more info about that. The more I think about it, but I also don't want to go down that rabbit hole of getting all, you know. No, do you know what? I'd, yeah, actually, I'm not even going to comment because I actually don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't even make this one up. <laughs> but are you embarrassed to buy a catchable fish from the market? I, 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 I kind of am. I'm sorry, yeah, man. I'm, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. That good of a fisherman. <laughs> Are slot limits a good thing? I love this question, Luke. And for those wondering what a slot limit is, it's basically not only do you have a minimum size limit, 
at which you must release a fish, it also has a maximum size limit. Mm. So take Murray cod, for example. You can take any Murray cod between 55 and 75 centimetres. If it's under 55, it's got to go back. If it's over 75, it also needs to go back. So you can keep them between 55 and 75. I've spoken about slot limits before and given my opinion before on other various different media platforms, Luke, and I would have to be the biggest advocate of slot limits ever. I not only think they're a good thing, I think that the majority, the vast majority of the species of fish that we all like to target should have a slot limit. Wow. I think it's I think it's an incredible thing. It, okay. In my little brain, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I mean, there's certainly, I don't see a downside to it. Um, so currently, just I suppose in Victoria, you mentioned Murray Cod. The other one um, is a dusky flathead, which is a relatively new introduction, the slot limit for a dusky flathead. Um, and that is between 30 and 55 centimetres. I guess we also have a weird little slot limit on snapper where you can keep 10 fish between 28 and 40 centimetres but can only keep two over 40. Yeah, true. It's it's in a it's roundabout quite, way. Yeah. yeah, it's not quite a slot limit in its true form but it yeah. has those elements to it. So, so why are you so strongly sort of, I suppose, for expanding this out and having, having more species? I mean, maybe... Is it the reason that the slot limits are in place in the in the first place? Yeah, I just think from a logical standpoint, and by no means am I a scientist, and I would hap- I would happily be proven wrong and told otherwise. But if we're going to look after smaller fish to allow them to get to a size where they're breeding and helping maintain a population, I'm pretty sure the bigger a fish gets, the more eggs a female will produce. So why would we not look after them too? Yep. Now, I'm sure species to species, that kind of does, as a fish gets older, it might produce less. As it gets further in life, I don't really know. Yep. But generally speaking, I think if we had most of our species protected by a slot limit, we've got the up-and-coming population to keep it going, but we've also got the big breeders dropping the most amount of eggs during any spawn cycle, which in turn just leads to a healthier future. Mm. Uh, it probably can't work for all species. Off the top of my head, I, I can't think of one. You know when you they t- you think freshwater specifically mm. and things like redfin, which I know technically are a noxious species, but it's the easiest example I can think of. Trout's probably another one. Mm. By removing big fish out of the system, it's it's actually good for the fishery because it keeps it keeps everything turning over. It keeps, I guess, the average size of the entire population in the area larger than if, say, a couple of hundred big fish basically got to the food and drove out all of the small fish. Yeah. Okay. So so I get it in those smaller systems. I don't know what species are really susceptible to it which is why I say the majority of our species, mm. especially the saltwater species where I, there's just a lot more space. I reckon it lends itself to estuary species. Um, and I think Mulloway is a really great example of something that could fit perfectly in that slot limit um, conversation. And realistically, like I think a flathead is a per- dusky flathead is a perfect... Um, look, and, and it's not something that we're necessarily 
be able to gauge results. I don't know, maybe fisheries are already, but I think over time, it's the sort of thing that over time you'll see, you'll see if there's a bit of a, a result there that we can look into and say, yeah, it's definitely been beneficial already. Um, so a really controversial one. What would you what would you say about introducing a slot limit on bluefin tuna? Um, I mean, I don't know enough about the science behind, um, what yeah, the the reasoning we'd do it. But again, like I, I'm, I'd be more than open to hear an argument for any species because, as you or said, ki- if it's going to kingfish, we've spoken yeah. about kingfish before, and again, our need if, if to amend a, or not amend, if there's a size that they get to, which is which would be an age thing as well that would suggest that at that age or and beyond they're at their absolute peak and and continue to be for spawning then I'd say absolutely why not and obviously we've already got the minimum so the next step would be finding what the what the maximum for the slot limit would be but yeah I'm open to it I'm open to it but it, you know I just want to make sure that we're not just picking numbers willy-nilly you know yeah which I think at least the history says the numbers for those two species that we mentioned earlier that do have a slot limit, the dusky flathead and the Murray cod, mm. they were done with scientific backing. Yeah. The VFA had done their research and worked out those optimal size ranges. Uh, yeah, I still think the majority of our species could could benefit from a slot limit. Would I'd you even look? Would you even do it with something like a whiting? It's weird because my automatic answer is yeah, I would. Yeah, but then I think, would you? <laughs> like how? Like, what would the slot limit be though? Like, yeah. it, it depends. Well, I guess it would depend on what the science says. If the science said that a slot limit for a King George whiting at maximum size of forty-five centimeters and over, they're still in their prime. They're still producing the maximum amount of eggs. But also, we don't think the numbers of those whiting are healthy. Hundred percent, put a slot limit on it. Mm. But I can. I can guarantee you straight away if a slot limit slot limit was ever introduced on King George Whiting, there'd be riots in the streets. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. so it, it isn't that easy. And I'm, not, I'm no. not saying it is. I'm just saying as a general concept, I think mm. it's brilliant. And I would love yeah. to see a lot of species have a slot limit. Love it. Yeah. I mean, I think all Vic- – and just speaking on behalf of Victoria and I know the New South Welshmen out there are pretty passionate about it as well. We, we You know, we want to – do what's best for our fisheries whether it be fresh salt whatever so i think if there was some solid science behind it and some good examples and um then i don't think you'd be too many arguments well a lot of a lot of listeners out there we saw through the response we got to the kingfish segment we did Mm. a little while ago luke on not we weren't talking about salt limit we're talking about general bag limits on them yeah Right in. Let us know. Is there yeah, a species yeah. that you think could benefit from a slot limit? Yep. Um, do you what? agree with slot limits? And what would those species be? Because I think you're right. Some species do naturally, I think, in your brain lend themselves more to a slot limit than others. Yep. Love it. Let us know. Jump on Instagram. That's the place to do it. And uh, give us your thoughts. What qualifies as a fish landed? It's a loaded question, Luke. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> not even gonna not even gonna lie. It is it's a absolutely. loaded question. When I first saw this <laughs> this question on our little 
spreadsheet of goodness, Luke, with all the questions <laughs> written down on there. Yeah. Straight away, I thought it's got to be in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in the but boat. Got it in the boat. Yep. But that's coming from someone who generally fishes for, in the grand scheme of things, small species of fish, estuary yep. species, whether it be brim, perch, flathead, trout. Mm. But you start thinking game. Yeah. To, so to claim IGFA records, I'm pretty sure it's just a leader grab. Is that right? I think it's a leader grab. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. So how does that relate? Say you and I are trout fishing mm. and I catch, a, I catch a trout and grab the leader and it gets off. Does that count? I don't know, but if that counts, I'm getting you standing up the bank about 10 metres where I'm casting. And as yeah. soon as I hook up, grab the Just leader. Just on the leader. <laughs> Did you touch it? Did you get it? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start flicking leaders. Landed. Landed. Well, I'm just running fluorocarbon all the way through. Yeah. As soon as you hook up, just touch the reel. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I won't awesome. drop a fit. I'll, I'll never lose. Yeah. I'll, I'll be touching the line the whole time. And if I get a bite, fish landed. Landed. <laughs> what was it? Don't know, but I landed it. <laughs> I don't know. It's another one. Tick. <laughs> it's amazing. I, this, this question stems from fishing with a good friend of mine recently and... and he had a theory that if it, if the fish touches the boat, it's landed. <laughs> so he sort of would it's sling not, him in, and it's it was not a bad we, were, one. we were whiting flathead fishing at the time, and whiting fishing at the time, and a couple of times the fish, as they tend to do sometimes, is they jump off as you you know if you're not netting them, you know sometimes they get off from the point of being out of the water to into the boat, and a couple of times they hit the side <laughs> of the boat and swam off, and he went, no, that counts. <laughs> And I'd, I, I wouldn't argue with him. It seems like the right thing to do with the fish. It's a boat. It's a capture. It's a capture. I bagged out today. Where are they? Oh, they all yeah, got off. All, yeah, yeah, but they hit the boat. But they hit the boat. Yeah. And a massive day out. Yeah, naturally, I think about Marlin touching the leader, as we said. Is there any other actual, like something like a barramundi, for example? You know, they're, they're acrobatic right till the end. Like, do people get net shots at them? have them half in the net, and then they do that crazy, stupid jump out and do the, they sort of go, oh, nah, we'll claim it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, he, all right, we could we probably could put some rules around this. Mm. If it's a fish that you would normally net, it needs to be in the net, yes. in the boat. So, okay. And I'm not talking netted fish jumps out. So it's not like if it touches the net, it counts. So you're saying, no, nah, that's not acceptable? Well, I guess that means it's just got to be in the boat then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, you... you yeah, if you get well, it in the net, you shouldn't be dropping it from there. Just get no. better. Just be better. Get a better net person. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, it apart from touching the leader or getting it in the boat, there's no excuse. What what happens in in the middle there? Like, okay, if yeah. the fish touches the, it's boat, a grey area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does it hit the surface? Like, if you're fishing and you get it to the surface so you can see it. Does it count if you see it? Nah. Nah, nah. Fuck that. Do you, do you think maybe it just needs to be in a position that you can get a photo of it for it to be a capture? Ooh, so, you know, so, you, so you know, see, even because that covers you for your marlin, you know, guys like they like to lean over and grab the yeah, bill or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like pretend they're, yeah. you know, how you get that angle on it. So it looks like the marlin's about 12 meters long. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, like a trout, you can hold a trout for a photo or yeah. 
Yeah. The flatty. So, so, so you're, oh, saying actually, that, you're saying that if you just get a photo of a fish, it's, it's landed. Yeah, but I don't know. It seems too harsh. It seems too harsh. If you want to release a fish mm. but and you don't want to get a photo of it, how oh, do you claim yeah. a capture? No, nah, but you don't have to claim captures with photos. and Well, I mean, most people do, but... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, don't know. I, I just... I, I think also we're trying to... We're giving people too much leeway. Just get is this, one of the, is this one of the few questions we've asked where there's no answer? There's got to be an answer. What qualifies as a fish landed? Just, just land we, it. <laughs> yeah, just land it. Yeah. Claim it. Just claim it. What if, okay, what if you're land-based fishing, and this has happened to everyone, I reckon, who's land-based fished. Catch, hook up, fight the fish all the way to the bank, whether you're on, a, on the beach or a river bank or something. You know how they get, sometimes get to the edge, you know, right where the water meets the land, and they just do a little thing, hook gets off, and it's sort of sitting there for a bit, and it's you've got it, but then it just flips and just goes back into the water. Like, But it's been literally on the land. Capture. Capture. Thank you. It has to be because you kind of... You You've got it out of its water. You wouldn't not claim it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, how'd you, how many did you get? Oh, I didn't get any. Oh, I got one, but it flicked off at the bank. No, nah, you got yeah. it. But it but I, yeah, but it was physically sitting on the bank. Like it wasn't yeah. even like swimming a bit or it wasn't like you were trying to swing it through the air. It was like you brought it out of its yeah, water, sitting on the it. bank. You, it's probably there for 10, 15 seconds and then it does a bit of a thing and off it goes, landed. It's capture, yeah, capture. 100%. Yeah, good. All right. Well, yeah. you know, I think there's... Yeah, I think there's something there. I don't know whether we... <laughs> well, like, well, I guess I guess the answer is just don't be a tosser about it. I think it's pretty clear if it's a capture or not. Like if mm. something's gone wrong at the last second and you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, a it's like It's like in golf. If you miss a putt by a couple of inches, you sort of say you can have that, mate. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah, that's have, right. to, and he doesn't have to tap it in. You can just yeah. take or it. Or you just you'd, kick it in with your foot. Or you'd pick it up for him and throw it to him saying, mate, take that. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, I reckon just don't be a don't be a tosser about it. Yeah. Be realistic. Like if your mate swoons in with the net, misses the fish, hits the leader, bust it off, not a capture. Because we've all got a shit net, mate. N- yeah, hundred percent. Not a capture. That's why you just don't <laughs> let him net it. Yeah, you just don't you've just got to understand who who is capable just of. Just know your surroundings. Not. Yeah. Just, just know, know your surroundings. Your, know your team. Don't yeah. give the net to the person who's shit. And yeah, exactly. You're, fine. you're better off yeah. you're better off handing him the rod. Yeah, or just, just, just don't take him. Just don't That's take fair. him fishing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've got something there, but I feel like more people out there have got something for us as well. So, what do you count as landing yeah. fish? Or are you that's just. A, yeah, so you, that's a, a good one. You so just, on your boat, tell us. Yeah, what, on, yeah your rules, what is, your boat. What are your, yep. What, are the, what constitutes a capture on your or are boat? Are you just happy to disregard this whole question? Say, it, if you want to qualify as landed, just land it. Well, there's something. Someone will have different sort of rules for different boats, and I love that about fishing. So yeah. let us know. Jump on Instagram, find the question, let us know your thoughts. Um, looking forward to hearing some of those. I reckon there'll be some good ones. There'll in be there. some good ones. Yeah, there'll be some creative answers which I'm looking yeah. forward to. Well, to you, like what in your kayak? If you're on your own, because there's no one watching, have you got something that you go, you know what? I might count that. I think I did yeah, well enough. Yeah, in the net. Yeah. In <laughs> all honesty, in the yeah, in the net. <laughs> but. Yeah, in the net. And if I was there, I'd say, no, mate. <laughs> yeah, to qualify as a capture, it's got to be in the net. Yeah, on your own. If, 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 I'm, if I'm in the kayak. Yeah. Only because I can't prove it otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, let's round out the show with that. I'm looking forward to hearing some responses. And, of course, 
as always, Instagram's a place to do it. The deep drop, find us there, have a chat. It's a lot of fun. And also Spotify is a place to find the podcast, as, as is all the podcast platforms out there, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever podcast, do whatever you need to find it. Interact, let us know your thoughts on any of the topics and have a bit of fun with us. But don't forget if you are on Spotify ads, the Deep Drop Fishing Tunes is a playlist that you can follow. You can follow along and you can crank it on whenever you're out in the boat or in the car. It doesn't even matter. Go for a walk. Please keep the suggestions. We'll curate. We'll curate the bands that go on. Like yeah. I said, it's, uh, it could get pretty full on pretty quick, especially yep. with some of the stuff oh, we we've listen had some, to. I'm yeah. trying to tone it down. Like, keep it reasonable, but, man, there's some tunes on there. Oh, I'm sure we've missed some. So, you know, there's, there's some tunes. There's about four hours worth, but we want we need more. Oh, we're going more. The yeah, best, just sit, sit it on shuffle, sit back, and just warm up the vocal cords and yeah. get into it because you can't yeah. help it. And there's, the no, there's no wrong time. 4 a.m., heading out off Pado, chasing snapper. Absolute full noise. Put it on. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. See ya. Yeah.